just how historic this building is but in terms of what the future of this building is it's going to be a distillery uh, we're almost complete it's almost almost ready to go and uh, it's been the well the brainchild of this man and i am with peter lavery peter a pleasure being here and seeing just what you've actually created here um how'd this come about i love hank common buddy but um <laughs> i've been and there was a good business for a long time, as you know, yeah. and uh, the Danny Boy brand, and then the Titanic brand, and uh, I'm looking for a home for Titanic, and no better place where we're sitting here today. Absolutely not. This building's here even before the Titanic. It was built in Belfast in 1907 yep. to 1911, and uh, there's a crane there, which is in from 1909, and if you see the crane, that crane that our new stills in, 111 years later, unbelievable still working crane. But the stink this building and this stock, or set beside, which is the biggest stock in the world yep. at that at that stage, mm -hmm. cost more money to build than it cost to build Belfast City Hall. <laughs> but, and uh, Belfast City Hall wasn't cheap. That wasn't <laughs> cheap, but cost more money to build at that yeah. time. It's unbelievable. So it's the right home for it. Yeah. But the beauty of this building is we've left everything in it. I've took nothing out. It's it's, it's incredible. Um, the building itself, just to put people in, in, in perspective, because people from all around the world are watching this. Um, this is Belfast was where Titanic was built, okay? And they built, it, it couldn't have been built, and the ships of that size couldn't have been built without the dry dock. And the dry dock, uh, Thompson's dry dock, is over here. And it's it's a, just an amazing space. It, it just is unreal. Now, it's easier to make whiskey than build ships. <clears throat> Correct. So um, you decided to put a distillery in here. Yes. And I mean, there must be huge planning re re restrictions and regulations about everything. So some of the difficulties that you've had. Well, it is a heritage building. It's also a monument site. Mm -hmm. So that's why it took so long to achieve plan prison. This has been five years in the making. So our first year was to try and get a lease to the building. Then we had to take it step two, is spend money at risk. We had to spend nearly £100,000 on a feasibility study to see if we could make this turn into a whiskey distillery without disturbing any of the history within the building. Yeah. And that still didn't give us a green light to build because the planners this day said they hadn't made their bigger mind up until the sale released this feasibility of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have done the feasibility at total risk to see if we could even get it to become what we wanted. Yeah. Eventually, they, they liked the feasibility, but didn't give us the green light. We still had to go for the full planning application, which means you're dealing with army planning, then you're dealing with heritage and monuments, and it led all the different stories. That's why yeah. it took so long. Then we had COVID in the middle yeah. of it. You know, so COVID really put the, the brakes on to it. For, yeah. But we kept working on it yeah. at a slower pace. But once we got the fancy, got the green light after three and a half to four years, Within 17 days, we had, within four weeks, we had the builder on site. on site here. So the building started here roughly the first week, the first week in January of 2022. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
obviously he's a wee bit more work to be done in the building, yeah. but we thought once we took the roof off, there was dry rat. Uh, there was every day of it. We, yeah. had, we had dry rat, and uh, so it's a wee bit more expansive. Things what we couldn't see before we started the work. But uh, as I keep going back to you, we kind of had a brownfield site. Yeah. We kind of built a whiskey distillery, but it wouldn't have the history, the maritime, and the location what we've got. So we've got the proper location. We've yeah. got a good location. As matter, and we've got a lot of history about the man who built the ship. Yeah. The families of East Belfast who all live within working distance, walking distance of this building here. So we're delighted at Advanced Day after all the all the all all the hard work, all the loopholes we had to go through and jump over hoops and uh, yeah. we have Advanced Day got here and we're about four to five weeks away from making the first burnt in Belfast Since the just under ninety years. Just under yeah. ninety years. Incredible. Um, yeah, I mean, I have to say, it's it, Belfast very much in your DNA. I, I know you, and I know that you're passionate and proud of the city. You really are. Um, they, to bring production, whiskey, manufacturing, all that here, how important is that to you personally? I think it's something where uh, I'm a Belfast boy, born yeah. and bred. I was a bird, a pigeon that could fly to where I was born <laughs> and here within a half a minute. Yeah. But again, Belfast is my home. I could have been away somewhere else 25 years ago, but stayed, and yeah. I just like it here. But uh, I've also worked within the cross-community business over the years, and I like giving people, and especially young people who have no futures and, and going mm -hmm. forward, it might be a wee bit more work to get them trained into where you, where you want to put them to, but in my estimation, that's a good future for them. So it gives them a bright future, and uh, we have people here who worked for us in the coffee shop before we start building it. Mm -hmm. And a year later, they're on the stammer line going from Dublin to Hollyhead doing whiskey tastings. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. even said to themselves, they never thought. I can't believe what we're yeah. done here doing this. Yeah. And they're so, but they've they've came this journey with us. And yeah. I can tell you something, party, they're as excited for this whole new project as I am. Brilliant. I, I mean, as a project, I mean, there's, there's some distilleries that are mass producing huge volume of whiskey, uh, but there's very few are doing what you do on this because this is this is a, a destination and I know from yourself and I know from talking to the guides and other people there's people who are passionate about the industrial heritage of the building and in some ways the distilling is really important but it's it's a whole plethora of stuff here this in terms of site in terms of production um, now the tourists do want people to come here for, for the site and for the whiskey for both without a doubt I see us as becoming an our big tourist attraction. Mm -hmm. We're less than half a mile from Titanic Belfast. Yeah. Look how well they've done from mm -hmm. 12 years ago. They're bringing their good days up to 900,000 people before COVID. Yeah. Even last year with COVID still with, with us, mm -hmm. they achieved over 600,000 people. So this year they're estimating they're going to be anywhere between 700 and 800,000 people. Yeah. If I can catch 20% of our numbers here. Mm -hmm. And I believe that's an achievable number. It is. We have only found between 130 to 160,000 visitors here a year. But also see us as part of the new export out of Belfast. Mm -hmm. We're going to be a tourist attraction, but hopefully our whiskey ends up in the globe. Yeah. So I see us as two, two problems here, tourist attraction and also export. Yeah. Uh, and in terms of this sort of very sort of black, white, you know, it stands out, but it's, it's 
This is the whiskey that you source at the minute, you bring it in. Yes, source it. And what I like about this is it's got that little touch of smoky peatiness to it. Yes. It's just there, it gives it a bit more depth and complexity. You don't drink yourself. I've done enough drinking in the first 30 <laughs> years, but I did. But I can, I can assure you one thing more. Me and my partner Richard went down to the whiskey distillery and I actually, we actually tasted a lot of whiskeys until we get this made up to what yeah. we really wanted. And that's what we did. And the reason why I'm going to pour a taste out just to let you if you smell that whiskey, yep. you can smell the small taste of peat, of peat in it. And, uh, why do we go for a bit of peat? Because Belfast was known for a bit of peat. This is whiskey. Yeah, I like that. Belfast had more whiskey distilleries in Highward Ireland, oh. more prohibition. Huge, huge export industry. Huge export and industry. Why did Belfast? Why did Belfast make peaty whiskey? Because people lived in a smoky environment. You mm. all the, you all the, you all the mills. You had the shipyard. You had the, you had the aircraft factory. Yeah. You had their rope works. And when people finished work, went back to their wee small kitchen houses, what had them in? Coal fires. So they lived in a smoky environment. That's why they like the smoke within the thing. But, and I really do like a real peanut whiskey. It's not everybody's taste, but we kept it enough. But just a bit of peanut just and a bit of sherry in it gives okay. it a bit of sweetness. So hopefully, what I like the taste. I hope you like it. I do. I, I, I really do like it. Uh, it's, for me, it's very clean, crisp, easy to drink, but it's got complexity with the peat and, and the sherry. So bourbon, sherry, and peat, it's very, very well blended. It's very well blended up. Now, the distillery is uh, probably, we're speaking now, so the, the actual stills are going to be up and running within sort of six, eight weeks from now. Maximum, six, Maximum. eight weeks. But you're actually opening up the tours a little bit before that. You're opening up on the 31st. March? Hopefully those stills will be firing on the 31st. Excellent stuff. I'm hoping, if it's not, they're not be too far away, but yeah. they're not going to fire the stills on the 1st of April. That's one serious thing. No, but they will, uh, they will be um, up and running. And uh, I mean, the, the building itself, the, I just want to talk a little bit more about the building. The layout, you, people are coming in here. This is very open, big window, bright, clean. This is going to be the... Uh, this is your more or less your reception area. This is the main holding area. This is where you can get yourself a cup of coffee, uh, a glass of whiskey, or a glass of wine, or a bottle of beer. Mm -hmm. And this is where we'll hold you for 15, 20 minutes before your tour. Yes. Then you'll walk behind the bottle wall here, and mm -hmm. then you'll then you'll start going back into the the past. You'll see all the old equipment, the, the hydraulics of the Thompson dock, and all the stuff. And then you look down, far down, and you'll see the new three big shiny. Yeah. Forsyth stills. stills are beautiful. Forsyth stills are absolutely well. They know the same for Forsyth, like the Rolls Royce stills. They are, absolutely. There's no, no question about that. Um, now, in, in terms of the production, it, well, I'll tell you what, I'll leave that in the last Damien, because I think he's probably the guy to ask about the actual distilling. Well, he, if he does not answer the right questions, we might have to fire him. Listen, Peter, cheers. Thank you. Now, here again, a sneak peek behind the, the Titanic distillery. The stills have been put in place. Probably 99% of the building work has been done. Um, still, as you can see, a work in progress. But I'm here with Damien Rafferty, who is going to, be, going to really be a flying solo down here, buddy, really. That's it, yeah. You're yeah. going to be uh, the distiller 
That's Jack what, of all trades. Yeah. Jack of all trades. Uh, you must be looking forward to it. Oh, I really can't wait. Yeah. Um, we've got a unique opportunity here. Yeah. Being the first distillers in Belfast in 90 years. Yeah. Uh, since 1936. Um, so it's a great honour, number one, to be, yeah. um, be involved. Yeah. And not only that, but also this site like it's it's unique it is unique yeah. and and i tell i've been telling people i've been banging the drum about this place for since since the conception of it mm-hmm. since i heard that this was what it was going to be um now you coming down here there's been delays with the building work and so on and so forth um mm-hmm. but it's almost here it's almost ready to go yeah it's in touching distance now yeah. you, you you must be nervous you have I to think be. i'm more excited than nervous yeah. you know um i'm pretty confident you know i can and create, create whiskey, but um, I think it's more excitement than nerves. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'm just busting to get at it. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. Yeah. Now, because you've had this sort of period of time, mm-hmm. okay, which uh, I know what, there's been like six week delay because of building and stuff. And what have you been doing? Because you your brain must be taking over with ideas. Give me, uh, give me an insight. Well, I suppose I know every nut and bolt in this place now. Yeah, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I know all the all the builders here <laughs> sure you do. every day talking to them and like uh yeah i know every inch in this place mm-hmm. um it's given me time to really um think about what we're going to do here and um i've been very lucky they've been given a bit of free reign as to what mm-hmm. yeah. what we can produce so a few tricks up my sleeve you know from my brain background and yeah. my experience in malting and different things so um yeah i've got a few few ideas up the sleeve now how you've come to be here is a bit of a Bit of a tale because you, you, you didn't train initially as a brewer or distiller or motor. No. So what's your background and how did you how did you end up here? Well, life's never straightforward, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, so originally, well, I studied here in Belfast and studied construction engineering and um, got into heavy civils work as, mm-hmm. a, as an engineer and um, building roads and railways and what have you. And then um, after a period of taking some time out to travel. I realised, um, yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah that one for you. I didn't want to do that anymore. <laughs> but um, there's some transferable skills there, of course. You know, um, like you need to have a, a head for numbers in this game and yeah. a scientific background. So that's all transferable. But then with brewing and distilling, there's that sort of creativity and um, like art versus science. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's a wonderful industry to be in. So I took a took a leap of faith and um, after my travels and. Uh, joined a, a brewery in Erie and uh, as a junior brewer over a period of years worked my way up to be the, the head brewer there mm-hmm. and um, yeah the minute I started there like a, I knew this is the industry I wanted yeah, to be in yeah, yeah. and then I left Brown to, to come into the Irish whiskey um, scene and um, yeah just yeah. taking it all in the stride yeah. and now you've come here I mean I'm, from here I've got this great honour here yeah. yeah and I, I, I very much see it as an honour for you because and it's a, I mean Having all of this building work mm-hmm. uh, and all of the project and the grand plans and all the hassles and the, all of that, and now you're going to be doing the work, really. You're yeah. going to be down here doing the, 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 what's the product that's going to be out there in the shelves in a few years' time. Yeah. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the equipment mm-hmm. because how constrained were they with the building work? Because as Peter said, there's not a boat really has been taken out of here. Mm-hmm. So you can't really move everything. So how the positioning of everything? How how is that all transpired out? Um, I so the building, um, as you can see, this is like a, a floating distillery. Mm-hmm. As in, <laughs> there's nothing touching 
the floor down there, 44 foot below. We're, we're, the entire building is suspended on these like huge um, steel structures here. Yeah. And, um, so that has a constraint on the building. But also, the architects have done a fantastic job in keeping with the uh, um, sympathetic to the building. Because yeah. originally you would have been able to look through the windows right the way through. Yeah. And you can see here, like everyone's quite, it's below sort of um, window sill level. And I think that is fantastic. They've really kept the, um, the spirit of the building here. It is. And, beautiful. Um, and then we've got this beautiful uh, still arrangement here. Yeah. But everything is sort of sized to, to keep us within the, the sort of footprint of, yeah. the, of the pump house. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, one thing I've noticed, there's a ship over there mm -hmm. and everything's below that. <laughs> is this the, the only sort of subterranean below sea level distillery? Could well be, yeah. I, I, think think of, a, I, mean, I can't think of another one. Maybe if someone's watching tide, this. At high tide, you can see, when you're standing here, you can see the, the waves lapping up against the, the pontoon there. Um, <laughs> so down there is definitely cold. You know, ah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. There's like that mar maritime sort of air down here. I'm hoping that will keep our washbacks nice and cool as well. And, yeah. and that maritime influence will affect the spirit as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think we've got a. This, 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 could be, this could be the distillery for the mole people down <laughs> below ground. Yeah. And now, in terms of capacity, production capacities and levels, how much spirit are we talking every year? Well, you know, roughly, give me an idea. Um, so, so each, um, each brew is half a tonne, and then we're hoping to do uh, 10 brews per week. And then that will equate to 10 distillations, so we're hoping 2,000 litres of pure alcohol yeah. per week. Yeah, and it, and. Uh, all of the stuff going through here is, it's not all going to be just whiskey. There's there's other uh, spirits going through there. Is there a vodka? Yeah, not through here. Um, so that'll be with our partner distillery. Um, the white spirits will be continuing to be produced there. Okay, right. So this is just going to be whiskey. whiskey. That's all it's going yeah. to be. Um, now, I have to, I have to ask them questions. Um, just single malt? No. More pot stills? <laughs> yeah. More pot still. As I said, we've got the freedom here to really explore what we can do and like um, Irish whiskey scene is changing every year yeah and as more and more distillers come online um, you know you really have to stand out from the crowd especially yeah. with the amount of distilleries yeah. popping up but also looking to the future what's going to be popular in yeah. 10 years time and, and beyond and uh, if the technical file is going to change like everybody thinks it will yeah um, it's a good opportunity to experiment with Say old mash bills, but also mm. yeah, look, innovative stuff. Innovative, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, now the stills, uh, in terms of the stills, look awesome. Right? They, 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 they just they, they look we beautiful. We just took the plastic off yesterday. Yeah, they, they, I was here last week, and the, the plastic was on them, and you could tell they were nice. And <laughs> opening the door of them, they're they're not exactly ergonomic. <laughs> they're robust. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a hefty bit of kit. I mean, they are beautiful. They really yeah, are. Um, in terms of the, the, the overall production and because I'm thinking of the logistics for yourself yes and you are going to be taking care of the mashing the distilling mm -hmm. all of this you're doing the whole lot yourself yeah, I right. mean it's, yeah. it's incredible well to make it sort of easier for us um, the, the, uh, the brew house and the, the stills are pretty much fully automated and um, uses MWCS control systems excellent so um, the manual aspect side of things you know, it's part and parcel of the job, but um, we're lucky that 
computer will help also help run yeah, the yeah, programs. Yeah. So I'm not literally standing over <laughs> a motor to flick it on at the right time. You know, yeah, yeah, everything. It, it sort of takes it um, takes that load off you a little bit. Yeah, oh, I made it as, as much as possible. Much as, as much possible. as possible, yes. But of course, like um, a computer is only as good as the man driving it. Oh, know, that's so, it. Yeah, um, computer only does what it's told. Exactly. You know, but yeah, in, in terms of layer now. One of the things I will have to say is that there's going to be a lot of footfall here, a lot of, a lot of tourists here, and, and I expect you to be getting asked all manner of questions. Some of them might be intelligent. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <won't do> <laughs> But no, uh, you, when you're here, because it's it's a quite a con confined space, mm -hmm. and I can I can see guys coming here and you have an interaction with these guys, and and uh, you know in terms of a tour, you, you, I can see you being but as part of the tour of the whole concept three, I I think. Yeah, like um that is something that's not lost on me and um mm -hmm. I might have to make myself scarce when I see people coming <laughs> in if I'm busy. But um no honestly like, it'll be great to um to interact with people because yeah. like you know yourself, speaking with people who love whiskey or yeah. who want to talk about it, you'll you'll take time to talk to them yeah. and um, because it sort of helps you reinvigorate yourself if you're having a bad day and someone's yeah. Like smiling by just having a chat with you, yeah. it reinvigorates you. Yeah, I mean, it is. Um, whenever you see people, whenever people come in and, and you find that they're actually interested in what you're doing yeah. and, and the feedback and stuff, I mean, it, it, it's a very rewarding thing. You it know? is indeed. Yeah. Now, in terms of style of whiskey, um, obviously, there's always an element of doubt before the stills run. What's mm -hmm. the spirit going to be? Because that's one of the joys of whiskey, that it's, it's there is the unknown. Yeah. Um, do you see it being quite heavy in body or light, very light, or what way do you want to like, do you think it's going to be? Well, um, just sort of by the shape of the stills um, and the positions of the line arms, it might lend itself to being a bit more heavier. Yeah. Um, however, depends on what grain we're going to use and yeah. you know, in the um, yeast as well. Because yeah. the unsung hero in Irish whiskey, um, so we've got the option to play around with different styles of yeast, and that will affect the. Oh, absolutely! It's, I mean, it's one of those things that not people overlook, but it's hugely important to the yeah. And again, from a sort of craft brewing experience, yeah. you know, I really want to play around with yeast and um, just see what we can achieve here. Yeah, I, I, it's a wonderful project. The whole thing, and. and Finally, seeing it come and, and getting more and more every every time I come up, there's a little bit further on, a little bit has been taken away, or a little bit clean. And I mean, in, in a few weeks' time, this whole place is going to be open up. So the 31st of March, I think, is when the That's first right. tour comes. Mm -hmm. You'll hopefully be distilling pretty much near enough that, or maybe maybe a couple of weeks later, yeah. and the first run of the stills. And to be honest, David, I can see I know I know how passionate you are about this, and I know that. All of this is just starting to take shape, and I wish you all the best. I really do. So, whenever you come to Belfast, you really do have to come down here. And if you see him, ask as many questions as you want. <laughs>